0: Bush and Richie here with your hometown show podcast. You're going to love it. There's a lot of crazy stuff in this show. Uh, but I just want to say something first before we get going. And this has been a theme that's been picked up on a few times when we've been doing our weekend cliffhangers, which we'll do again tomorrow. Uh, do you remember me saying that my office chair had been waiting for? <laughs> I think it's gone through like seven or eight weeks of weekend cliffhangers. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. And I, I, I kind of ran it off and just thought, I'm just going to sit on this stool, which I'm still sitting on to do the show. And would you believe it, Richie, there was a knock at the door. I opened the door and, di- and that d- the delivery driver did the thing where they just run off and they're not even there. And I looked down and in front of
1: me was a big cardboard box. Our office chair has arrived. Incredible scenes. And what, you had no idea that it was about to survive? No, that was it. I, I just thought
0: it was gone. It was gone and lost in the ether. And then I was never going to get it. I was even thinking of writing a strongly worded
1: letter, uh, maybe over the weekend. But it's gone and turned up, so it's brilliant. So are you broadcasting right now from the world's most famous office chair? No, I'm still sat on a stool because I've got to assemble the damn thing over the weekend. So there's a cliffhanger in
0: itself. It's the gift that keeps on giving.
1: It's not good to be an England cricket fan this afternoon. Uh, You don't need to know too much about cricket to understand that they're terrible. Uh, (laughs) England have lost to India today, as you may have heard uh, in the news and sport at four o'clock. But it was a test match that was meant to last five days. And England have contrived to lose within two days. There was still a full three days left. Of the competition, it's just, it's just staggeringly bad. Um, but it did make me wow. think about those occasions in life where something was over way, way, way too soon. So much more was planned, but you just pulled up stumps really early. I feel bad for the Barmy Army. I guess uh, is there even a Barmy army there in these weird times in terms of a sports crowd? Well, in, in, that, in that very niche situation, you make a very good observation uh, COVID has at least stopped people having to travel all the way to India to <laughs> see that in person. Because, yeah, there is no Barmy Army there uh, for that. It has reminded me, Bush, of a very embarrassing moment in my life where many, many, many years ago, I, I took up banger racing. Oh, my word. I wasn't expecting that. I was not expecting that. (laughs) No, no, I bet you weren't. And I had family and friends come to watch me go banger racing just outside of Bournemouth at a banger racing track. meant to be sort of like, you know, an hour of driving this banged up Vauxhall Chevette around a banger racing track. (laughs) And I got got shunted out of the race three quarters into the first lap. People had come from so far was something that lasted no longer than 20 seconds it was so embarrassing
0: well honestly this is is a part of your history that i was not privy to up until this point on the show (laughs) we're all discovering this together you had a fleeting career in stock car racing what an amazing thing
1: (laughs) it's so embarrassing
0: (laughs) but i mean I, I, i will never forget a legendary family holiday that we had when i was a kid and my parents still talk about this to this day um we went from wiltshire where we were living at the time in trovegas down to devon for our first ever big family camping holiday so me and my brother must have been like six and eight that kind of age and what happened was it rained so badly on the first day that in the evening my dad got so fed up he packed the whole tent up got us all (laughs) in the car and we drove home we did one night i was like what was supposed to be a week it was unbelievable but yeah
1: over way too soon Uh, keith says in 1997 i got engaged on christmas day Broke up New Year's Day. It's the England cricket team equivalent of a relationship. Wow, that is unbelievable, isn't it? They didn't even follow on. Uh, Mark says, here's a
0: little cricket joke. I don't know any of the words. Just want to chuck in a little bit of cricket terminology for you there. Um, Mark it's and quite good. a few other people. Thank you very much. Mark and a few other people have said, uh, boys, what have you let yourself in for here? So far, I'm going <laughs> to say on behalf of Richie and I, we trust you tonight. This, this show is in your hands. We, we will trust you take this subject in the way it was intended. David, what
1: were you doing?
2: Basically, I had a competition at the NEC with my combat robot, um, Satanics, and I thought I had a really good, easy draw, no, no, nothing too vicious, and key component in the like 20 seconds of the first fight, and I had nothing to replace it with, so I had to sit out the rest of the tournament watching everybody else having fun and fighting, and that was oh. it. I, I, I was like, that was so irritating
0: so just to paraphrase yeah. in case because your line dropped out a little bit there uh, you were in a robot wars type event at the NEC uh, and, a, and you a piece of your robot fell off or malfunctioned and you weren't able to participate in the rest of it what is the name of your robot tell us a bit about it because that's gutting that it didn't get to shine at the tournament <laughs> um,
2: the name of the robot is Satanics, satanix s-a-t-a-n-i-x <laughs> Oh, I love that name. Love that. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was, it was one of my first machines. It's a, It was basically a battering ram. For uh, context, machines that size don't generally do sort of over 10 to 13 miles an hour. Mine does 22 miles an hour. So it's like, you know, it's a real hardcore battering ram. And uh, and unfortunately, yeah, the, the part in there which I needed, you know, a very, very specific part. And nobody had any replacements for it. So... I oh, couldn't even, I couldn't even bodge anything. And I've not, still, to this day, no idea why it died, what made it die.
1: David, it's gutting. Has Satanix got any battering left in him these days?
2: Um, yes, definitely. I mean, that was quite some years ago. Satanics is still fully operational. It's been in combat now, for, full combat, for 11 years now. So it's still, it's still in fine working order.
0: Fantastic. Well, we hope to see you on an episode of Robot Wars in the not too distant future. Good lads.
2: Well, if you look if you look up on YouTube, you'll see the time I was on. I was on the TV series. So. <gasps> oh, <gasps> wow! Yeah, if you if you YouTube Crackers and Smash, you'll uh, you'll see us on there. Crackers and Smash, brilliant, <laughs> David. I should, wow. I should I, I should I should point out that's my my uh, friend's robot, I was drafted in as an extra driver because it's a two-part machine, so he needed an extra driver and he me in. I'd, I'd have wow. to say,
0: Crackers and Smash sounds like a uh, magic act from uh, Pontins in the <laughs> mid-90s, to be honest with you.
2: <laughs> uh, I, I won't bore you with the story as to why, why that name became, but uh, yeah, that, I assure you that was my uh, teammate Alex's choice. <laughs> David, we're all going to jump on and
1: have a look. Enjoy. enjoy. This is amazing. Went to Santorini on holiday in 2017. My stepson was a massive fool. I've changed the word. Came home on the second morning and I'm now divorced. Oh, oh my word. That is one bad holiday, isn't it?
0: Uh, Catherine, uh, talking about things that are over way too soon. I don't know how to take this. She says, my dream last night about you, Bush. Is that good?
1: Does she mean that Oh, I woke up? In the night or um, was it disappointing? (laughs) I'd take it as a compliment. Keith says, I went two and a half hours for an interview, once for a director's job. The HR woman said, we've got half an hour. I said, well, the questions I've got for you are going to take longer than that. I got up and left.
0: I like that. I like people who stick to their guns on these things. And Salma says, uh, the plan was to spend a lovely afternoon cycling with our son. He was nine at the time. Less than five minutes in, he fell off his bike and slid down the road on his face.
1: We spent the afternoon in A&E. Rachel says, I went to an Ian Brown gig in Newcastle in 2005 and the dance floor collapsed five songs in. Fire Brigade (laughs) turned up, evacuated us all. Typically, it was a night where he was sounding all on tune as well. We've been after the stories of when something was over, way too soon bit of an England cricket vibe to it uh, Duncan Frost says on Twitter paintball
0: game I got shot in the back by my own teammate after 20 seconds for, forced to do the walk of shame out of the playing area Chris what was it for you
2: so uh, I, I begged begged my mum and dad to uh, attend karate lessons I thought it would be me so they had to do it yours and get me all the gear <laughs> The outfit, getting the white belt, you know, the starter belt. So we went down, sat inside, just to see how it went. So the sensei got one of the kids up, just kicked him straight in his stomach. I'm like, hey, mom, can we go home? <laughs> the same for me.
0: <laughs> oh, my word. So you so, you yeah. literally asked your mum to take you home, didn't get involved in karate at all, and then you've never worn the karate <laughs> oh, kit again?
2: Never worn it again. Didn't expect a grown man. To bounce an eight-year-old kid in stomach. Does that coming. Oh dear!
0: <laughs> just going to be completely honest here. Uh, sometimes when we've had a little moment of downing tools during the show, when we've got adverts on and we're waiting for stuff to happen or whatever, uh, I just want to admit that I've been secretly playing Stratomatic Pro Football, which is a incredibly niche. PC version of with graphics, I would say catchphrase circa nineteen ninety one, Mister <laughs> Chips type graphics, really bad graphics, but it's like a, a management simulation of playing in the NFL, uh, and I've I've got that just in the background behind all the work stuff. It's my Alt-Tab distraction. You know, if you hit those two keys, Alt and Tab, obviously it'd be different on a a Mac because you've got flipping hieroglyphics on it, but (laughs) Alt-Tab allows you to jump really quickly to like another... I'd say most people listening to this right now, if you're working from home, you've probably got your main work thing there, main stuff, and then Alt-Tab, you've got something a bit frivolous. It might be... Uh, YouTube videos of a new steam mop you're going to buy, or a place you're going to go on holiday when you're about to go away. It might be Stratomatic Pro
1: Football on the PC. What's your alt tab distraction, Richie? Have you got one going on? It is yes, I have. <clears throat> it's um, it's it's YouTube and um, it's it's cab videos. What what? <laughs> it's how do you mean? It's it's when a train driver basically just uh, goes into his cab with his GoPro, films his route, and then uploads it onto. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. If if we're sat here waiting for you've gone and made a coffee or something or other and, and it's me and the producer just chatting, I'll be uh <laughs> I'll be looking at a cab video. <laughs> Do you
0: know what? I've, I've heard our producers chat when it's one-to-one. You couldn't send the video over, could you? I might need it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Luke says he's watching Roberto Baggio free kicks. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Transported himself back to the late 90s, early noughties and watching some quality Italian football. Good work, Luke. It, it's worth it just for that little terrible
0: ponytail he used to have. You sing Bolt on Twitter. He's doing two things: he's alt-tabbing to Football Manager twenty nineteen for a bit of a distraction, and the odd game of mahjong. <laughs> His eyebrow. Uh, let's go to the phones. And uh, fellow is on the line right now. What's your little workplace distraction?
3: Well, I'm a uh, I'm a student, so I am alt-tabbing from Netflix really to, uh, to back to my lectures when a question's asked or they uh, they call me names.
0: Wow, and is that how it works? So at the moment with a university lecture, there's hundreds of you there on on a video call and then they might call you out in particular and then you have to pretend to be concentrating. Is
3: that how it works? There is, yeah, because we don't need to put our cameras on. So we could be doing absolutely anything. I know some people, they go on to uh, the software that they're using and they go and do something else and then when it comes to it, what they do is they just say thank you at the end once everyone else starts typing thank you. Whoa.
1: Whoa. Bush, we, should, um, we, we have a weekly meeting with our boss on a Tuesday. We, sh- we should uh, suggest to him that no one has to have cameras on.
0: That is a good point. You can get some dishes done that kind of stuff as well. We've learned a few things here, fella. Thank
1: you very much.
3: (laughs) No problem at all. Nice to speak
0: to you. Martin says, I've recently rediscovered my love of webcams. I was like, aye, aye. He says, not those kind, although I've never stopped loving those, he adds. All right, mate. Uh, He says, no, I mean like the likes of Times Square or just watching boats bob up and down on the Danube in Budapest.
1: It's weirdly hypnotic. And peaceful, I would imagine. Lovely. Tom, what are you doing?
3: So I'm teaching online at the moment, um... 60 kids in year four and i've got football manager on in the background i've worked um, <laughs> as a volunteer for Dallas camlet at the same time um and uh, yeah i'm playing them their current season and i find myself getting annoyed when um, they're getting long-term injuries or negotiating contracts i see their real-life counterparts i find myself getting angry with them
0: <laughs> <laughs> how's the season panning out for you then in this virtual world you doing all right
3: Yeah, we're in the playoffs at the moment, looking like um, promotion to uh, the National League. Um,
1: Good man.
3: We're finished in real life um, with everything going on, but uh, yeah, at least there's some football going on on the game.
1: Uh, Tom, I mean, you you say you struggle if you see someone in real life who you've had uh, had trouble with in the game, but uh, what happens when you go back to teaching the primary school kids and if you've just been, uh, I don't know, uh, walloped by Chelmsford City? (laughs)
3: Um, it does have a little bit, I'm not going to lie, it does have a bit of an I- influence on the next 20 minutes, of the lesson is in the back of my mind, I got the tactics
0: wrong for that last game. <laughs> Stuart, it's funny, we had that guy on earlier on who was a university student and they've got to turn their cameras off for their lectures, so you don't really know whether people are concentrating or not. As a primary yeah. school teacher yourself then, how is that, How's that been working out, with making sure that kids are knuckling down and listening and not actually on a video game and you can't see them?
3: We have no idea because our our policy at school, the kids have all got their cameras off, all got their microphones off, so I might be talking to no one for an hour, basically. I have no idea if they're listening or not.
0: (laughs) And that's what it's been like since Christmas. That was my entire school career, to be honest with you. (laughs) It's one big family, this radio station, interlinking lives. Uh, We do all check in with each other. It's a bit like Cold Feet, that TV show. Uh, And we're all a bit uh, gutted on her behalf. A lovely Sarah Champion was about to move house, and then the house sale fell through at the last minute. She was a bit sad about it, but she's fine now. But a friend of hers cheered her up by getting her a personalised video message from a celebrity. Oh, uh, and, and this is really cool, right? So uh, Champers, like me, is a massive Married at First Sight Australia fan. She's big into the program. She's always texting my other half Katie about it, and they're sending photos of all these people left, right, and centre. Anyway, her friend got her a personalised message from Ning, from Married at First Sight Australia. Have a little listen to this. Personalised for Champers. Hi, Sarah.
3: Um, it's Ning from Maths or Ning from oz whatever you want to call it um so peter has or pete has informed me that you know you have missed out on you know your house on buying a house um but and you needed some cheering up right i don't know how i'm gonna cheer you up girl but All I know is, you know, a house is a house, but a home is what you make it. And I know that there is a better house out there for you. Something way bigger, something way better. Okay, I believe in what's meant to be, is meant to be, and this house wasn't meant to be, but there's plenty of houses and there's plenty of love that you can put into that house. So please don't sweat over the small stuff, please. So whether
0: you know who Ning is or not, that's by the by. The main thing is there's this website, which I'd never heard of previously before Champ told me about it, called Cameo. And when you go on there, there's hundreds of famous people on there where you pay a one-off fee of varying amounts depending on how famous they are, and then they will record a personalized message for you. For example, Paula Abdul, 15-second, 20-second message from her, it's going to set you back £299.95. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Floyd Mayweather, the, the boxer, 700 quid. So it, there's this weird kind of... It's an amazing menu, this website, of just different famous people you can get a message of and then really bizarre
1: prices attached to their names. I, I've got an idea. I, I mean, this, so much of this is new to me. Um, Ning is new to me. Uh, but the the, the the website is new to But I love it. What a great idea. Could we... Could you and I play... You remember the old um, uh, higher, lower Bruce Forsyth, play your cards right, all that kind of business. Yeah. Could you and I play a higher, lower game uh, with some of the celebrities on this site next, in theory? I would absolutely love that. I think that's what a Thursday night is exactly for. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity play your cards right, next. Uh, Bush? Are you ready to play? Play your celebrities right. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Who's my starting card? My starting person on cameo. Okay, so I've got five celebrities' names. So let's see if you can get through these five. Well, in effect, it's four. If you see how the game works. So let's let's go with it. Your starting celebrity is Newton Faulkner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want, these are all from the world of showbiz. Uh, Newton Faulkner, first of all, just have a guess how much 15 seconds of Newton Faulkner is. I reckon a 15 second message on Cameo from Newton Faulkner is going to set you back 35 quid. 78 pounds, 75 pence. But He's the question himself, is, it. the question is, is Rosemary Schrager, the chef, higher or lower? <laughs> <laughs> I think Rosemary is going to be lower than Newton Faulkner. £75, correct. But is interior decorator guru, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen, higher or lower than Rosemary Schrager? I think he's got to be higher. He's got to be higher than her. 60 quid. so (gasps) I'm afraid he's lower. In in the spirit of the game, you're out, but I'm going to keep going. Um, Sam Fox, quite how you describe, I don't know, but Sam Fox, (laughs) higher or lower than Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen? I'm still taken aback that Lawrence is just
0: £60. I'm gonna say Sam Fox is higher than him. He's, she's higher than him, definitely.
1: Lower at £48.75. Oh. Unbelievable <laughs> this. One, I'm terrible. One final name for you, Mr. Motivator. Is Ooh. he higher or lower than Sam
0: Fox? Now he's been a guest on the Home Time show in the not too distant past, hasn't he? I think he's gotta
1: be higher than Sam Fox. Come on now. He should be, he isn't. <laughs> oh. £45. A motivating 15 seconds from Mr. Motivator.
0: I feel like I've missed out on a caravanning holiday that I haven't even been told about. That's unbelievable. (laughs) Please put some names together for me. Richie, we're going to go into the world of um, sport here for you. Okay, you ready for this? Ready. Uh, Your starting celebrity is the amazing free kick bender, Roberto Carlos. Just a quick guess what you
1: think he's worth for a video chat. 15 seconds. I mean, you're talking global superstar, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go for around 100 pounds, 150 pounds. So,
0: wow. still pricey, but you're not far off. Okay, your first celebrity in the world of sport, off the back of Roberto Carlos, is golf star Colin
1: Montgomery. Is he higher or lower than Roberto oh, Carlos? Oh, oh. There's, there's money in hope. there's money in golf. Uh, there's money in golf, so I'm gonna go higher.
0: Oh, he's lower. 112 ah. pounds fifty. It's tough.
1: It's tough. But we'll keep
0: playing. There's still prizes to be won. Okay, next up female boxing superstar Nicola Adams. Is she higher or lower than Colin Montgomery, who was £112.50?
1: Star of 2012. But has her star waned lower than Monty? Uh, lower. She's higher, 225 <laughs> quid. I'm useless, absolutely <laughs> useless.
0: Please, give me give me more, I have to get one right. OK, so £225 for Nicola Adams. David Seaman, the Arsenal goalkeeper of which you Safe love very hands. much. Oh. Safe hands. Higher or lower? Oh,
1: my words, you can't go higher than 225. Uh, that was that, so I'm going to go lower. You're absolutely right, £111.75
0: for David there Seaman there. There we go, and one Come on. one on on on. just to round things off. Okay, Uh, boxing legend Joe Calzaghi. Higher or lower than David Seaman, who's on £111.75 for a 15-second message? Lower. I think this is going to be really low. It is. It's just £75. It's a bargain. (laughs) There you go. Check out the website, Cameo. It's
1: fantastic. We're obsessed with it. It's our (laughs) alt-tab. Some showbiz news for you. Frasier is coming back. Uh, There's words I never thought I would say. Uh, Bush, fan of Frasier, I love it. Absolutely love it. Uh, It's always there. It's always on, isn't it? If you put certain (laughs) channels on the telly, there's
0: always an episode of Fraser on somewhere. I'd love to properly watch it in order. I never have watched it in any real sequence, to be honest with you.
1: Channel 4 and Comedy Central, they're the the ones, but uh, no, it's it's just right up there as one of the best. Uh, And Paramount have announced today that they are going to uh, reboot it. Uh, It's coming back, and Kelsey Grammer is on board, obviously playing Frasier. But details after that are sketchy, and that is why I am excited and yet nervous and if i'm honest possibly slightly more nervous than excited about the whole thing because like the rest of the cast was so critical in it and if if they're not in it i i, I don't know what the point is
0: do you know, what, you know there's always this thing for um sequels and doing it again and let's revisit old things and make them again but you know i do still admire john clee's and uh, Faulty Towers, he just did. I think it was just like one series of it, wasn't it? He, he ended on a high, and it will be revered forever because of it. I don't know sometimes if it's always worth going back to stuff. Do you know what I mean he might end up ruining it?
1: I know what you mean. Faulty Towers. I think I think you're right. Only twelve episodes of of that. Um, Sex and the City. There's another one about a, a couple of weeks back. Not that, not that I'm a fan of that in in any way, but um, <laughs> that's coming back, but without Kim Cattrall, leave it. Exactly. It's like going to watch the Spice Girls and it's not with Victoria Beckham. <laughs> That's just like it, mate. Isn't it? Isn't it? So hopefully you enjoyed uh, the latest edition of the Home Time Podcast, particularly the game that we played uh, towards the end uh, with the uh, the cameo and the highs and the lows. Um, <laughs> off the back of... Uh, I, I'm in sort of like a little bit of a, a gaming sort of mood here. Do you remember, um, do you, remember you Bet, the old uh, Bruce Forsyth... Oh darren day kind of uh saturday night itv quiz thing well it wasn't a quiz it was more like a challenge thing i, I honestly i used to absolutely love that show brilliant tv show it was great it was fantastic I, I think the one that always sticks in my mind uh was uh a bloke that came on uh saying that he could identify 10 cars from only the rear brake cluster in 60 seconds or something or other <laughs> i I love you when they when they used
0: to be successful brilliant but i also love people who i remember one woman going on saying she could guess what nationality everyone was just from them saying one word it was the same word and she absolutely screwed it up didn't get any of them right (laughs) went home in tears
1: (laughs) well your office chair I, i want tomorrow heading into the weekend i want to have sort of like a you bet guess as to how many minutes it will take you to put that chair together Oh, a little bit like, do you remember Banzai, the uh, thing we had to guess something very quickly
0: into yeah. the ad break? A little
2: bit like that. That's
1: it. Right, we'll all think about it and we'll come back with some answers tomorrow.